You're listening to Casual Talk Radio, where common sense is still the norm. Whether you're a new or a longtime listener, we appreciate you joining us today. Visit us at casualtalkradio.net. And now, here's your host, Leister. Hello, once again, party people. Welcome back to Casual Talk Radio, found at casualtalkradio.net. My name is Leister. I'm your host. If you're new, I want to welcome you to the show. I debated topics. I was going to do another book because I think that was somewhat popular with folks. However, something happened recently, and I think it warrants discussion because it was sad that it happened, and I think it's just everybody's not understanding the current state of a thing. I'm dealing with this on my personal endeavor, by the way. It's the same thing. There's not a desire to come to, I don't want to say come to a Jesus moment because some people are not religious, but come together right now over me, you know, come together and get on the same page. What I refer to is when somebody has a certain belief or a certain thought or certain accepted principle, something that is inherently, they believe it and they fervently will go that way. And somebody else believes something different. And unfortunately there are times when you need to meet the middle and there's not a desire to meet in the middle. Now where I don't agree that there should be the meat in the middle is when the experience is, uh, is across the ravine, you know, your niche is here, my niche is here, and the two shall not intersect. This is a known thing. And I think there's a problem at the end of the day with a lot of people and that. Your niche is there, my niche is here, and the two shall not cross. Well, with this whole situation of Maui, right, the disaster that happened in Maui was a terrible situation. A lot of people were harmed by what happened. And apparently I learned this after the fact I didn't know this was happening because I don't watch I'm not on social media I don't watch the news heavily like that unless it's something significant and I usually do like public broadcast but I don't watch some of this garbage that I see on social media and I learned after the fact that apparently Oprah Winfrey who of course is one of the wealthiest African-American women out if not one of the wealthiest celebrities out worth I think three billion dollars was the last tally somehow partnered up with Dwayne The Rock Johnson who he owns the rights to say the rock. So Dwayne, the rock Johnson, and they get together and they decide to do some sort of a function to generate cash for sending to Maui directly. And apparently it's got a lot of backlash and the backlash was because of the percentage of wealth that Oprah in particular was sending. I think, I think less of it was about the rock and more about Oprah because the rock, I think he's like 250 million or something, or it's not the billions, you know, like Oprah Winfrey. And so when this happens, I'm watching, I'm like, well, what did you expect? I mean, at the end of the day, Oprah Winfrey, just to give some history, because some people may not know this, and I think that a lot of this backlash came from younger folks. Oprah Winfrey has given to various charities for years, right? From the moment she got in the business and she got a little bit of wealth, she the first thing she was starting to do was give to various charities. It's not a new thing for her. It's not that she doesn't give to charities. She's been giving to charities for a long time. What I think people don't really get, the whole point about doing charities, the word charity, the thought is that you want to get everybody that cares to give a little. And when we say give a little, that's why some of them, like on the old telethons, you know, they would say, if you could just give a dollar, just give something, right, to what happened with Hurricane Katrina and everything else. They were just reaching out to a bunch of different people saying, if you could just give a little something, give a little something. I think Oprah did a video, I think it was CBS. Oprah did a video where she was reacting to the fact that people were chewing out, chewing her out because of 
how little she gave. I think it was like $5 million, which is a fraction of her overall wealth or some, it was a small number. Same with, with rock. Of course, it's a higher percentage of his, but people I think were really critical of her percentage. And she was responding saying, I don't understand why this got to this be this bad. I don't understand why I'm getting, she actually called it vitriol, why it's coming this bad. I have been giving to various causes. And then she explained what the thought process was. And this is when I knew she's tone deaf, not because she's an evil person, not because she's greedy or not because she doesn't give a damn. It's she's tone deaf. The, the level of wealth and her level in the business has made her tone deaf. And the first time I recognized this was when she did the interviews. Remember, she did the, I believe it was her, or at least at one point, she was one of the people that did, because it was Barbara Walters and then her, they both, I'm pretty sure, did interviews with Whitney Houston when Whitney was starting to be on her decline. She was starting in the drugs, and she was one of them that was there. And and then she later, this is like uh, two or three years ago, she did an interview with Will Smith. Like all these key interviews, I'm watching Oprah, and I'm like, Okay, she's tone deaf. She doesn't understand anything outside of her level, her financial level, financial benefit level. The level of wealth is when she's hearing or talking. So, because, you know, Will Smith's not in the billions of dollars, right? Whitney was not in the billions of dollars. She's at a level above. And so when she's talking to people that are not at her level, it's almost like she talks down to them. She, I don't think she means to. She, she just has that. Well, She's explaining the thought process behind this whole business for Maui and why, what she was trying to do. She referenced an old Dolly Parton deal where Dolly Parton had done a function and she was trying to generate money for that function. And Dolly Parton, of course, has nowhere near the wealth of a Oprah Winfrey. So it's the same type of thing. Again, I think it's just a tone deafness that she's doing where she just doesn't seem to understand I, I, I truly believe this because I don't believe she's an evil person. I'll say that. I don't think she's an evil person at all. But I wanted to talk about the Dolly Parton thing because I don't think people understood what that's all about and the history of why that was significant at the time. So Dolly Parton, she was giving during the whole COVID situation. She was giving for years just like with Oprah. But again, Dolly Parton never had anywhere near the wealth that uh, Oprah had. But Dolly Parton was another one where she started getting fame. And, you know, so we're talking like the 80s. And in the 80s, she builds the foundation, the Dollywood Foundation. There's a theme park out there, Dollywood, and that's where it was named after. That foundation was being help, helping kids that were having educational struggles turned into a library in the 90s for distributing books free of charge for when they're just about to get into school. Well, if you think about what that's doing, right? It's not just raw money that she was doing. She was building things that were trying to get stuff in people's hands that they otherwise would not have had, which I, I thought was great at the time. Later in the nineties, she gets into the high schools. So she's looking again, education was her focus the whole time. She gets into high schools and she builds this program and the program was more interactive. She went to school. She actually went to schools and said, all we want you to do is buddy up with another student and together, we'll give you 500 bucks once you graduate. So the goal was to get the dropout rate to go down. They managed to drop the dropout rate from 35% to just 6% because what it did is encourage these students to actually work to get learn together because what she, they were finding was that these kids were struggling when they were doing it on their own. Well, now think about it. 
the dropout rate and the and the grades and everything has been in the crapper in the most recent. And all of this is because nobody has done a unique approach to how to address the students that are falling behind. We know that the educational program is garbage. We know that. But to come up with some creative ways to try to help the students instead of simply pointing fingers, at the time it was ahead of the game and nobody has done anything since. Okay, so then... She does college scholarships at a different org. She does a sanctuary uh, for uh, aviary. It's an aviary sanctuary that she does at the uh, the theme park that's out there. That, listen, what I'm saying is, is that Dolly Parton did significant amounts for our young people over time. So then when Oprah's explaining, well, I saw Dolly, you know, Dolly Parton does this thing and it's encouraging people to come together and I was looking specifically, where did you see this thing where she did something like this? And the problem is the only one that I saw truly that's anywhere close, anywhere close to what that is. In 2016, she created a fund. It's called the My People Fund that donates $1,000 per month for six months to families who lost their homes after wildfires, mostly triggered out what happened in uh, California. She gave some of her own money. She did telethons to raise funds for the fire victims. She got millions off of this. That's the only one I can find that's anywhere close. Now, here's the problem with it. If that's the one that Oprah was banging off of to say, yeah, I saw that you know Dolly Parton did this and we figured we would do the same thing, Oprah was flawed on her face and she didn't seem to understand why it's so different. And that's where she went wrong. Because when you look at what Dolly Parton did back then, Dolly Parton, that whole fund, yes, it was a great thing, $1,000 a month, six months to families who lost their homes. Fantastic. The telethon to raise awareness and raise some of this, fantastic. But the, it's, that was a different time. Even though it's only, you know, it's a different time. It's like seven years ago. It's a different time, and that has been evolving year over year where there's no longer that same sentiment. The, the impression is different. That's number one. The impression is now the rich are too rich and they're just getting richer. That's the media that feeds that. And some of it's true. But the point is, is that that's on the forefront of people's minds now. That wasn't on the forefront of people's minds in 2016, I guarantee you. Certainly people had the impression that there was too much wealth and the wealth distribution was jacked up. I'm not saying that wasn't out there. I'm saying that it was nowhere near as prominent as it later became and I would argue that was largely speared off of Donald Trump going into office because, of course, he's one of the wealthiest people in the United States, right? So then it just increases this perception of wealth and wealth transference and the distribution of wealth being too skewed to this select 1% because the media kept hammering that home when everything came out about Trump's tax forms. All I'm saying, it's a different time from seven years ago. That's the first thing, most important. The second thing, and I would blame, in my opinion, social media for this. When Dolly Parton did that fund, right, she just basically, she did it through her foundation. She did it through her charity and said, we will pledge this money. She just straight said, we will pledge this money. Then she said, okay, if you'd like to give, and they went on telethons, let's, let's do some telethons. And they called in other celebrities to do the telethons and the whole nine to drum up interest in this cause and said, join us in doing this through my foundation and we'll do this stuff. What Oprah and The Rock did, and again, I saw this after the facts. So I didn't see the, the buildup to this, but 
they went and they put up, I think it was an Insta scam or TikTok or one of these garbage social medias to basically put it out to say, you know, we've, we've given 5 million or whatever. How about you give some, I didn't say it like, they didn't say it like that, but I'm saying it came across like, give what you can because we, we gave five, we gave 5 million. And that caused people to focus on the percentage of wealth from Oprah Winfrey, as opposed to the cause. So when she's talking on this interview, she's saying, everybody's just ignoring the fact that we're, we're trying to help people here and that's getting lost in the equation. And what she doesn't get because she's tone deaf is the reason it was lost in the equation is because of the approach. It, it's not the same thing. I'm sorry. It's not the same thing at all versus what Dolly Parton did. What Dolly Parton did was less about social media and more about the cause. The way that Oprah and to a lesser degree, the rock came across was more like a publicity stunt. It came across that way. She doesn't understand why, because in her mind, oh, it's the same thing Dolly did. No, it's not because of the way you did it. And we get it. You thought you'd get the greatest reach. The problem with social media in something like this, it comes across like you're influence, you're using the influence of the persons whose it is. Cause they posted on hers and on the rocks, the same video. You're it's like you're telling the followers hey, give some money to this cause, right? And I'm not a fan of when you ask your followers to give money, even if it's a great cause, even when it's a great cause, through that forum, because it comes across that you're essentially trying to grift them. That's not what she was trying to do. I'm saying that's the perception because of the, I argue, because of the platform. So what would I think they should have done? I think they should have done it the traditional route that everybody's afraid of, which is you set up a foundation, you set up an organization, you set up a nonprofit, right? You put money into the nonprofit that's dedicated for this purpose. And you go through all the paperwork, you go through all nuts and bolts. And I understand there was a time aspect to this, but Dolly Parton already had the foundation ready to go to do this outlet and she funnels money to it. And then through the foundation authorizes, yes, let's do this. Here, it just came across as a grift. So I would have made sure you had a foundation and Oprah's got foundations that probably are involved in this. I'm saying start there, not social media. Start there, build up the telethons, build up the outreach through traditional means. I'm talking TV, I'm talking all these other outlets that we used to have. Remember, back in the days, like even with Hurricane Katrina, right? They actually did telethons on the regular channels and they would co-op regular programming to show the telethons on the TV screen. And it wasn't about how much money I put in or any of that crap. So when you got Mike Myers up there and Kanye West, they weren't talking about how much money they put in there. They did say, I put money in this. Please put some money in this. We want everybody to put money in this. Notice Mike Myers didn't get backlash for going and doing that kind of stuff. Kanye did just because of what he did. You know, George Bush doesn't care about black people, but he didn't get backlash for the telethon. He didn't get backlash for the outreach. He didn't get backlash for requesting the aid, even though he put some wealth in it. He certainly didn't put all of his wealth in there either. Do you see them? Like it, if you look at the comparison, number one, it's the time at the time there was less of a scrutiny over how much wealth the upper 1% has. That's one. But more importantly, it's all about the forum and the approach and the outlet and the perception of a grift. That's not saying that Oprah was trying to grift or that The Rock was trying to grift. They were not. I'm saying the perception could be that they're trying to grift people when they have money to burn. So what I'm saying is that 
this causes a focus discrepancy. Oprah, in her mind, it's the same thing Dolly Parton did. She's tone deaf because she doesn't get why it's different. It's different because when you just rely on social media like that, it comes across like a grift. You should never do that. Always use traditional means for fundraising activities, period, point blank. On the other side, then, the people that were attacking The Rock in particular, because I, I understand the Oprah side a little bit more than attacking The Rock. I don't think it's fair to attack The Rock. The Rock, this is the first time him doing this where he was kind of one of the co-sponsors of it. So I'm going to give him a pass. I'm really pointing the finger at Oprah because Oprah is the one that convinced him to do it this way. And he didn't know any better because he's new doing it. Ultimately, this other, this I'll call him a cult of people that attack the rock in particular, but to a lesser degree, Oprah, their only focus is how much wealth these people have. They don't care about the cause at all in their mind. You got $3 billion. Why don't you give a billion dollars to that cause? And as I wrap up, I want to explain to people why that was never going to happen and why it should never be the expectation. A person that has a $3 billion net worth does not necessarily mean they've got $3 billion of cash that they can give to something. Net worth doesn't necessarily mean liquid assets. It doesn't mean disposable assets. It means net worth. Okay. If you expect somebody to sell businesses, let's say, because you can have a business, and this is Oprah's case, you could have a business valued at a billion dollars of the three. If you have a business valued at a billion dollars and you're expecting her to sell that business to help Maui, do you know what that does? It kills off the jobs of every single person working at that business. You're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Nobody should want that. You're not understanding the difference between net worth and liquid assets. And I'll stress it again, like I said up at the jump. Oprah Winfrey has been giving to charities for years. Ever since she really got in and got her feet in the business and started making some good money, she was throwing charities just like Dolly Parton. So no, I don't think it's fair to attack her for the amount of money she put in. I don't think that's fair. I do think it's fair for the tone deafness that she practiced in the approach and her response. So if you're going to attack her, Attack her for coming across like an elitist because that's what she did. That is a fair attack, not the amount of money she chose to put in there. Certainly, The Rock didn't deserve what he got. And he owned it and said, you know, I get it. I understand money doesn't grow on trees. To The Rock, I know you'll never listen to this, but to The Rock, what I would say to you, sir, it's not that money doesn't grow on trees. I don't think that's the problem. See, here's what I think you should have done, Rock, okay, as a fan. Here's what I think you should have done. I think this all would have been a big quote, nothing bigger. If you had simply said, we're doing this cause I'm giving a base of whatever, 5 million, 10 million, whatever. It doesn't matter. And I will match dollar for dollar. Every donation we receive. Okay. Now the perception isn't that you're just not giving the perception. Isn't that you're giving a low percentage. The perception is put up or shut up. Uh, he's he's making us put up or shut up. He's saying, I put my money where my mouth is. Now you put your money where your mouth is and I'll back you and I'll I'll match that. What that does, and especially if Rock did that on his own and screw Oprah on this, if you had done that on your own, not only would it have gone over better and I think this would have been a nothing burger, I think it would have caused Oprah to have to up her game where she'd have had to do the same thing. Dolly didn't do that. She didn't need to because it was a different time 
and it was a different approach, a different forum. I don't give a sh- I, I almost swore I don't care. You know, if you don't want to do the traditional telethon route, that's on you. That's your business. I am telling you that I think this would have all been a wash if you had just simply said, I'm putting a base amount, period, and I will match every dollar we get from all these donations. The Rock has millions of followers. And my messaging, my approach, my suggestion, think about it. If there's 380 million Americans and you got, let's say, 100 million of them, to just give a dollar, then nobody would have blinked. Nobody would have blinked, you know, because that's $2 million, $200 million plus whatever base. Nobody would have blinked an eye at you, dude. But it would have drained a lot of money from you, yes. And if you didn't have it, okay, I guarantee you could probably have raised it from your celebrity buddies, which is what Elon Musk did to buy Twitter. My point is there was a way around this that would have avoided what we saw. And I think Oprah is tone deaf as to why she got the flack she got. She didn't get the flack she got for the right reasons. I don't care about how much money she put in. It doesn't matter. She's given enough. She doesn't deserve that for that reason. She deserves it for coming across like an elitist after the fact, period. She didn't apologize. She showed no remorse because she says, man, I've been given for years. You're right. But in this case, you need to... I don't want to say emotional intelligence. It's not even that. You're just coming across as an elitist. You're coming across like you don't care and like these people's reaction doesn't matter. It's just vitriol, random vitriol. It's not random vitriol. It's misplaced because you getting attacked because of the amount you gave is stupid. What you should have been attacked for is your reaction to them because you're a grown-up and you acted like a child in the way you responded because you're coming across elitist and you don't even recognize it. That's the problem there. So I, if anybody's listening that was part of it and was offended or frustrated, bothered, or maybe you didn't even know and the story I just told is rather intriguing, do check it out. I'll say this though. Again, Oprah Winfrey has done her part for society for years. She doesn't deserve that for the money. She deserves that for acting like an elitist because that's the only fair criticism she deserves. I don't think The Rock deserves any of that. He's new to it. He'll get used to it. He'll learn from it. He'll grow stronger from it. He's been beat up enough. Trust me. He's been beat up for multiple different things. Some of them rightfully so. Some of them not. At the end of the day, he's an individual. He's got his own preferences and own choices. I don't think we should be attacking people for the wrong things. I think we should attack them for the things that really matter. If you act like an elitist, you deserve everything you're going to get. If you just made a decision and you were doing something in good faith, I don't think he started getting attacked on that, in my personal opinion, anyway. Anyhow, so that was the big thing that happened that I wanted to make sure I at least spoke to because it simply told me that society is fragmented despite the calls of our current president and the word unity. We are far from unity. This is evident by not just that situation, but multiple others where that's the furthest thing from what we have. What we have is not and is nowhere close to a situation of unity. Why? Because unfortunately, mainstream media and social media, largely spearheaded by the current president and the current administration, have convinced people about what right and wrong is. They've told people certain things are wrong. They've told people certain things are bad. They've not been, in my opinion, transparent on the other side of it. Because meanwhile, you got Nancy Pelosi She's bankrolling. Elizabeth Warren, 
she's bankrolling. Maxine Waters, she's bankrolling. Hunter Biden and his kid, they're bankrolling. But they're it's a Chewbacca. They're they're doing everything they can to make sure you don't focus on what they're doing, and they're turning people against each other. That's what you that's what you saw with this. That's why I thought it was good to talk about it because they're using it. They've used this to turn people against each other. They've used money to turn people against each other all so that they can earn your trust, even though they're lying to your face, but it's to turn people against each other because they're not on the same page. People are not on the same page and they're not going to be because they don't understand that what they've been told for half a decade has been a lie. It's been effectively a lie. What we have now is a simple difference of opinion and a difference of approach. And the reaction is the problem to all that. It's a bad reaction. We have to have certain people understand their place. Oprah has to understand she's up here. That doesn't mean you talk down to people. That means you figure out how to meet people at their level. You figure out how to climb down off the ladder. You got people that are struggling, not only because of COVID. There were people that were struggling before COVID. They're included in this. There are people in these other countries. They're included in this. There's all these other people that are nowhere near Oprah's level. They got to understand it's not to shout up at her. It's to wait for her to come down and meet you. And if she doesn't come down to meet you, then you got every right to yell about the fact she's not coming down to meet you. But don't yell because she's tossing money off the cliff. That's my message. That's what I say. Whether you agree or not, I understand because you have a right to have your own feeling about it. I am saying we're not going to be on the same page until you can uh, all, when I say you, can understand why that's important. It's important to understand what went wrong here. It has nothing to do with the dollar amount. The dollar amount is nothing. What went wrong is that the two sides will not see eye to eye. They never will because mainstream and social media have convinced you using money about who the devil is. And the devil's truly in the details. It's not any individual person.